0: Sam Saitel's Pillars of Hamilton. My guest today is Mr. Jonathan Oliva. He is running for town council. We get into a little bit of town politics, him growing up in Hamilton, Ninja Turtles, Tom Gribben's wardrobe, the uh, possible... I know, Ashy, I know. Are you excited, Ashy? You want to say hi? Hi. Say hi, Jonathan Oliva. Hi, Jonathan Oliva. Oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) right on i had so much fun with this conversation we hung out and talked for like another hour after uh the mic stopped recording ladies and gentlemen please welcome jonathan oliva
1: i was born ready yeah dude i could <laughs> tell man
0: you definitely seem ready
1: excited man excited to be here super cool opportunity thank you so much for having me
0: I'm glad you think there's a super cool opportunity <laughs> I feel like every time someone comes here and talks to me they keep coming to me like they, they feel like they're getting this huge opportunity and I keep thinking like wait no this is my opportunity I'm getting to talk to you <laughs> now so. man it's so it's so cool I mean you, you do great work and I think you
1: know it's really starting to pick up everybody's starting to, to listen and enjoy and uh, yeah it's 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 really cool so thanks for reaching out i appreciate it to be here isn't it crazy people are listening to this yeah i mean <laughs> i mean we're uh we're a small town you know the best small town in, in south jersey but i mean people oh, so, wait, wait wait
0: wait let's let's not limit us to just south jersey oh man. no
1: no best I, to me best best small town best town in new jersey no no. yeah but i love uh, uh a, a gentleman that I've, I've spent a lot of time with over the course of the last couple of years uh he was mayor uh at one point and he's now the um the chairman of the planning board uh his name is um ed marinelli um he always says shakes he walks up shakes your hand says ed marinelli hamilton new jersey best small town south jersey like that's just like like his like line like straight off the bat and i love it i love how he says
0: that so yeah people are aggressive by how much they love hamilton new jersey
1: (laughs) well and and now as uh as i uh, i remember in in one of the podcasts the people's mayor steve demanato oh, said that you are officially a hamiltonian
0: and i can't i can't agree with him more that was a moment for me uh, i can imagine cuz i was really not expecting that for maybe a couple decades so <laughs> like yeah that means a lot because i you know i lived in new york city and i lived in florida and st. louis missouri um and when I lived in St. Louis, Missouri, I grew up there. So if I went back there, I would feel nostalgic, right? Right. But I feel like if I go to Florida, I didn't like it as much. I'd be like, all right, I'm back here. New York City, cool, I'm back. But I feel like if I were to leave Hamilton, come back, I would have feel that same nostalgia that I feel from St. Louis that I do here. And I didn't know I was going to be able to feel that way again about a place.
1: I'll tell you, it's, it's a special town. I mean, a um, little different for me. I've lived here my whole life. Uh, my, my parents have lived here their whole life. My grandparents have lived here their whole life. So uh, we have a long family tradition as, as Hamiltonians, proud Hamiltonians. But, um, yeah, there's, there's so many things to just feel nostalgic about, um, you know, in, in town. Like when you're not in town and you see something that you grew up with in town, you're like, oh, my God, we have that at home. You know, it's, it's just really cool. It's, it's an incredible place. It leaves a mark on, on a lot of people. I had, I, uh, you know, real quick hop into a story. I had a bunch of friends come down. From I went to Rutgers in New Brunswick. Um, I studied mechanical engineering there. And uh, after my freshman year, over the summer, I made a lot of new friends. I said, hey, you guys should come down. And they said, uh, Hamilton, New Jersey, the blueberry capital of the world, right? I said, yeah, when you drive in off 206, because they were from North Jersey, I was like, you'll see a sign. So they were all coming in, and this was 2006. So they were all coming in, and they stopped in front of the sign that says, Hamilton, New Jersey, blueberry capital of the world. At the time, they all took a picture. Of, you know, it just like being there. So it's like they left. And the one thing that they talk about was going to Silver Coin Diner, <laughs> eating blueberry pancakes the morning after that, that party, you know, all those years ago. And they still talk about it. I mean, a couple of those guys have been married. Some of them have kids, um, you know, and, and every time we get together they're they're always like, oh, my God, I remember that one time. No, we went, <laughs> we went to Silver pancakes. Coin. Uh, they're, they're delicious, but uh, yeah, this town uh, leaves its mark on
0: people. It is it, like Silver Coin. Dude, I, I went to Silver Coin after I met Miss Dina and checked out this camp uh, school. And I, I went there, and that was where my family, Miss Lisa, and I were like, we might, we love this diner too. We might actually <laughs> buy this school. We might go forward with this. Like, that was the place. And then we went, made it official at Casciano's, and now those are forever. Like these are just coffee shops. They're just diners, but I don't get it, dude. It's so special here. It's it's crazy special. And, and to
1: talk about nostalgia, I mean, this place uh, for me, this yes. this is this is nostalgic. I mean, ah, uh, so I I went to Camp Tuscaloosa, you know, as a kid. So did my brother, my little sister, uh, my brother, sister, and I all went to read preschool at you know really? at one point. Yeah, I mean, Miss oh. Miss Dina was a transformative person in a lot of people's childhoods I mean, hey. she taught me to
0: swim okay. that's a crazy real quick since, she, since she's known you since you were baby uh, you, you ask her to come on the pillars of Hamilton I'll try bro man I'll try I'm trying dude I, whatever I can do any
1: any extra good word I can give to you I most certainly will try she's like
0: I'm not from Hamilton anymore I'm like you are a, a p-p-p-pillar
1: <laughs> Come on! She's a legend. Legend, she is yeah. absolutely legendary. Yeah. So you feel nostalgic, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I learned so many things here. Like I, I so Miss Dina taught me to swim. I, I learned to at the time I learned to shoot a, a BB gun here because they had BB guns back in the day. Oh, back
0: in the day, sir,
1: we we have BB guns. Oh, that's the way to go. I mean, you have to. I mean, that's a valuable skill. You know to teach somebody and um you know they had they had video games they had video games in the, in the in the shed like in the back over there they had they had teenage mutant ninja turtles four player arcade game
0: well, <clears throat> I'm glad you brought that up sir, because uh Mr. Sam's bringing it back. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. To all of the children who will listen to this at some point, that will change your childhood. It's Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: The game. The game was spectacular. There was always a line to play it. Like, like they always had to limit. Like okay, you got until uh, you know you lost all your lives and the team right. was done, and then you had to hop off because there were so many people. Waiting.
0: Jonathan, your um, your your vote from me is based off your answer here, brother. <laughs> Uh-oh. What is your favorite ninja turtle? Oh
1: man. Dude, that's such a hard yeah. that's such a hard choice.
0: Yeah. The listeners now are just like
1: Man, I don't know. I always love playing as both Michelangelo and Donatello.
0: Jonathan Oliva? You just secured your vote. Oh, my, my brother. Goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. My top two, Which, dude. What are your top two? My top two. Look at this. Michelangelo number one. Donnie coming up second, dude, bro.
1: Donnie was such a good character to play with back in the day. He had the long
0: staff. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, you could actually get, like, a long reach
0: attack. <laughs> like, I mean, I know we're Someone going Someone is in. tuning in, like, I thought they were going to talk politics. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening here? We'll hey, get there, people. Yeah, this First is a comes, little bit about everything, right? Yeah. So. Well, especially Ninja Turtles, yeah. let real. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so they have these mini arcades at Walmart that we're bringing in. You see Street Fighter Two, there, Rampage, and uh, yeah, of course, I have to get Ninja Turtles. So sorry, Miss Lisa, we're getting it.
1: Oh man, you got Defender and Joust. My my dad, it's so my dad. A long time ago, used to work for Midway Gaming. So oh, um, so he had played all these games like as a kid. Um, and then he worked for Midway, and, and they did some other things. They did slot machines and some stuff like that at the time too. But um, I always used to get video games, like when it was like out on N sixty four, or when stuff came out on Sega. Like
0: sixty four was such a great 64 system. Sixty four was the
1: was the best. It was, it was so best. hard. It was so hard to get used to the joystick. Yeah. In the middle, but uh, it was
0: it was amazing. Yeah. Once um, you got there, you got there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, then nothing but greatness after yeah, that.
1: Yeah, nothing but greatness. But yeah, I mean, this place was has just been, I think, transformative to a lot of a lot of children. And uh, yes, from I mean, everything I hear, it's continuing to stay that way. So I'm, I am honored oh, thank you, so so thankful that you've you picked up that incredible Hamilton tradition and, and done such a fantastic job taking over the school.
0: Thank you, man. I'm very lucky. This is my best life. I'm very lucky. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. Uh, and now we get to do cool things with adults. Look at this. See? Let's look at this. All ages here at Reed Preschool. So let's talk about you, man. Um, you are about to be daddy.
1: Daddy to be. Ten, l- ten weeks. Ten weeks. Ten weeks, man. I
0: uh, Man, I don't, it's not about me, but I got to say every time I hear that, I, I, I remember those ten weeks so, so well. Like, you must be thinking... I mean, does it seem real? It's so.
1: My wife and I were were just sitting down talking about it, and uh, we had our uh, our baby shower. I mean, my wife's baby shower, the baby's baby shower, my baby shower, our baby shower. I don't really know entirely what to call it, but um, we had our baby shower, I guess, on Sunday. And we were sitting down, we were talking, and um, my dad and I were in the back. We were just kind of like helping restock food and letting stuff happen. And uh, you know, my my uh, my dad was like, "Does it feel real?" I said, "You know." When we found out, and we were, you know, six or seven weeks along, you know, you, didn't, you don't tell anybody. You wait a little while, right? And then we told everybody around, you know, twelve weeks what was going on. But at that point, you're st- it's still twenty eight weeks in the future. That feels like forever. I mean, that's that's you know half a year. Yes. Now ten weeks is like, hey, it's ten weeks to the due date. But like sometimes people go early. It could be six weeks. You know, it could be it could be twelve weeks. But I mean, twelve weeks is still not that far away. I mean, December December's right here. So. Uh, yeah, it feels really tangible now, and mm. uh, my wife and I are just—we're over the moon excited. We've—we've uh, we've been super excited since the since the day we found out. So we can't wait to become parents.
0: Do you know his gender? We
1: don't. So whoa. This I know, man. I knew you were going to be surprised because practically everybody I've told has been very surprised. It's, um, it's very uh, common to find out. Big gender reveal party. The big thing. You know, you...
0: I just wanted to know. Yeah.
1: And no. We, we don't know. We decided. We were like, you know what? There's very few true surprises in life. And
0: her parents <laughs> didn't
1: find out. My parents didn't find out. So we're like, let's not find out. Um, and I'll tell you, at first it was really hard for me. I'm an engineer. I'm, I'm you know kind of a planner. Um, I like to, you know, know things and plan things out. What color are we going to paint the room? What are we going to get? And we just kind of did some things neutrally. And, um, and Uh. it's really cool not knowing because there's this huge surprise outside of having, you know, a happy, healthy baby, knock on wood, you know, um, there's this huge surprise that's just lingering, you know, weeks away from you. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: Wow no good for you man do you yeah. ever just be like you ever sit there like oh, maybe we should do it or are you like yeah, all in absolutely yeah yeah absolutely
1: there are days where i'm like if i could cave like our doctor even said do you want me to write it on an envelope and like you can take it home and if you wanted to find out you could and i was like no <laughs> do not give me that torture? kind of power you're talking about torture yeah i mean that's that's so much temptation i'm like don't put that in front of my wife or i that's just too much so we don't know and every time I tell somebody they're like so you know but you're not telling anybody I was like no we don't know and they, they have like a hard time going
0: it is hard to grasp
1: yeah that you you don't know I'm like no like I mean I'm sure there's a doctor somewhere who did our 20-week scan who knows but other than that no no nobody knows yeah so. no, know. I
0: think that's awesome you're doing that though yeah very it's cool.
1: not normal but uh yeah we're we're, we're excited with it I
0: like what you said though very few like true true life surprises mm-hmm. uh, beautiful surprises like that too <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good one. Good call. What about, is this it? Are you doing that one and done? Or? Uh, so, you know, I mean,
1: you know, God willing, everything goes smoothly. We have a happy, happy, healthy baby, and uh, we'd love to have a second. You know, whatever yeah. the first is, if we have the opposite, that would be great. Um, you know, if we have two of the same, you know, my wife, I told my wife, I said, would you want to go for a third? She's like, I think I'd really want to go for a third. I was like, well, three, like three and a pug is a lot. Of work.
0: <laughs> hey, Tom <laughs> Griffin's rocking time uh, my, no. three girls. <laughs> you two. You two are always dressed to the nine, man. Always, (laughs) man. Look at your hair, dude. Look at that. It's ridiculous, bro. What GQ? A couple GQ at Hamilton first. But let me ask you something. You gonna be able to still rock that when you got three, two or three kids? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I, you know, you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the effort in. Yeah, you, know, you, you find you find the time to make it happen. So, all right,
0: because um, I'm impressed by Tom Gribben, he holds it together.
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I can put myself on Tom Gribben's level. I don't really think I can. Hey, I think hey, I can you do know, that. hold the bar somewhere else, man. Uh, That's Tom Gribben. Yeah, Tom, Tom's, uh, Tom's at the very top of that list, and I'm just happy if I'm a couple pegs shy of that <laughs> list. So.
0: Yeah, let me tell you something. The kids, they, uh, you'll see. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's a great way to say it. So many of my, my friends, um, we're, we're at that, you know, magical age in like our early thirties where like a lot of our friends are having Mm. either their first or their second. Um, so they're, you know, we're, we're all kind of in the same boat and a lot of my friends are like, man, things Definitely changed. Life changes. Oh, dude. As my parents have said, and like my, you know, some of my parents' friends are like, it's the greatest thing you'll ever do, but it's one of the hardest, if not
0: the hardest one thing. One of, you'll yeah, it's the hardest. If yeah. there's something harder than that in your life, I feel so bad for you. Like, you must be going through something, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard, but like I, I was, as I was like researching you, I was scrolling down and I saw a cute little post of yours. Like, oh, we're playing a game. Who's gonna get the last of the toothpaste before switching uh-huh. the toothpaste? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, wait till they get kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's toothpaste everywhere. I mean, it's all over the place. Toothbrush in the toilet. <laughs> you know, man, I'll
1: tell you. Uh, so many people, uh, you know, commented on that on that post. Um, and, you know, it was funny because I had friends texting me and they're like, oh, just wait till this, wait till that. You wait till you have to start changing the toilet paper more. And I was like, I don't think people, you know, my wife and I, we've we've known each other for a very long time. We've lived together for quite a while. And even though we just got married in December, um, we lived together you know, for a while. Are you guys beforehand. like high school sweethearts? Or? So, oh man, so crazy. Uh, we met in and four, three, 2003. It was when we first met. Um, and then we went to senior prom together in May of 2005. It was her senior prom. I was a junior. And we went oh, to her snap. senior prom in 2005. <laughs> and then Jonathan. Whew, yeah. And then, uh, you yeah, know, we both went to college. We went to separate colleges. She went to Montclair. I went to Rutgers. And then we both came back to town. And uh, she's not originally from Hamilton, but she went to Hamilton High School because uh, Waterford is ascending district to Hamilton. Okay. So if you uh, if you live in Echo, um, and you uh, live in the the Waterford part of Echo rather than the Winslow part of Echo, they send to Hamilton. So uh, she started coming to Hamilton her sophomore year. that was my freshman year, and that's how we met. Okay. So we've been together a while.
0: It's a long time. Long time. Long I've never time. seen so many high school sweethearts as I have here in Hamilton.
1: It's I mean. it's crazy. You know, I think it's I think it's big on the fact that like a lot of people in town they. You know, uh, they're brought up with this parents with the similar values and and mm. similar thoughts, and they they care about their community, they care about their family, they care about their friends, and uh, you know what what brings people together is is those those similar values, right? And I think a lot of you know people in town have them, so they you know attracted to people with them. not saying that other people outside of town don't have them, but I'm just saying okay, that. Man, in New York City,
0: no one was even married.
1: <laughs> New York City and Hamilton are, are, are a little different a than little each bit, other. Just, just a, a smidgen.
0: Just a smidge. Um, all right, let's get serious. Uh-oh. It's time to talk politics. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, not so much about your political views yet. I, I need to just know, like, what do you think? You're younger than me. Uh, how old are you
1: um i am 31 i just turned 31. You're just a kid yeah You're just like, a little kid <laughs> i'm just a kid <laughs> you know uh that that's the crazy thing i have been uh you know fighting against that stigma like my whole oh. my whole life huh? um, and when i say whole life i mean you know my my entire collegiate career, my entire career at South Jersey Gas Company, and then you know now at um, you know working with Hamilton First. Are you, have
0: you been throughout your adult life been placed in positions that's usually given to people? Yes, who are older and experienced.
1: Yes. So the um, like so uh, my current job, I'm, I'm the manager of uh, Engineering Services at South Jersey Gas Company, uh, and the person who held the role before me um two years ago before i moved into it was in his you know mid-60s and he popped into the role into in his like early 50s so it's typically a role uh, there's someone with uh you know a a extensive amount of experience um and uh you know prior to that i was in a, a a job as a supervisor um where I was managing a group of you know seventeen or eighteen pipeline operations mechanics um, and, and field inspectors who varied between the ages of you know like thirty and sixty you know a lot of a lot of experience uh,
0: unionized. You were workforce. like the youngest one.
1: I was by far the youngest <laughs> guy in the room, and I'm I'm used to that. Oh and I, boy. I think I kind of thrive on 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 that. You know? Did so you I'm, get
0: the respect you wanted?
1: Yeah, it's a it's yes, I did, and I'll tell you, you know, it's it's a combination of the fact you know sometimes people walk in and they're like this is the way I'm going to do things and these are my thoughts and you should do it like this. And I don't, I don't approach things like that. So like when I walk in and I I, took over a new team, then I took over a new team just two years ago. It's a very communicative process. Like, okay, this, these are the things that I see uh, that are challenges. What do you see as challenges? What do you see as successes? What are things we can improve? What can we work on together? And how can I champion you to getting to where you want to be and getting the department or getting, you know, the overall goals where they want to be. And, um, you know, when I started working with Hamilton first, it was the same way. Um, when I was working with Sam Rodeo or Tom gribben or Brooksaco or, or the Mayor, um, it was always, well, he, here's what I see from the outside. You know, looking in, and now I guess I'm on the inside looking in. But here's uh, here's what I see from the outside. Here's what you know I see from my point of view. How do you see it? How can we work collectively to to you know make the the best of the best things happen? So. Um, Working uh, against the age thing has been something that's been but uh, it has, always you been there. you have
0: felt the stigma.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely I definitely have because uh, people walk in and they just go, oh, you're young. You know, it would be like almost like if you uh, – That's instant. Yeah. I hate like- to say
0: it, but that's instantly what I thought when I saw you. I was like, oh, there's – I mean, you know, Tom's young too. Brooke is too, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. You're really young.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, you know I, what I tell people is, you know, when Tom Gribben first got elected, he was younger than me. Oh, was you know, he? He was, he was 30 years old when he first got elected. So he was a year younger than I'd I. I'd be been. asking him the same questions yeah. then. <laughs> like, so, you know, and I guess it's the same thing. Like, if you walked in and a uh, doctor walked into the surgery room and he looked like he was 30 years old, you'd be like, you're going to do this this Doogie- surgery? Doogie house over here? Yeah, What's yeah. going on? <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, we work, you know... We as in everyone at Hamilton first, but um, you know I think there's a, a large group of younger people who work really, really hard um, to gather as much information as they can and get as much experience as they can. And you know, with the right upbringing and the right parents, you know I'm just incredibly fortunate to have right great parents and great family um, mm. who've helped me you know, make the right decisions and learn the right things. Um, you know, hopefully you, you get somebody who can do do all the right stuff.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had? Um any uh resistance from the older people like what's this young kid tell me what to do or It no, no. doesn't happen
1: no cuz i i don't uh you know i'm a, i'm not the kind of person for most people know me i'm not the kind of person who's like uh this
0: is what we're going to do yeah no you explained your approach i was yeah, just wondering if still but, people looked at you and thought like ah, i'm not going to listen to this young kid no. you were like the youngest one yeah. out of out of a team yeah. and you were in charge
1: we just uh you know make it commutative and that's the big thing is it's not it's not a me, it's not a you, it's a we. Okay. You know, we're a group, we accomplish these things together um, and we, we work together and we succeed together, we fail together, it's, you know, it's, it's team effort.
0: All right. Yeah. Why do you want to do this, man? Man, I sometimes I'll read something online or just like hear from people and you have to deal with like, you have to have thick skin.
1: A little bit, yeah. You yeah. have to, uh, There's sometimes you gotta, you, know, you read something online and you understand, you know, that person doesn't even personally know you. You know that person. That person may have never met me. You know, at all. They just probably walked
0: by you in Shoprite thirty five times. Right. But, yeah. but
1: but they probably don't even know you, and they um, they make a decision based off what they perceive to be an absolute. Um, you know, they say, you know, oh, everyone who is involved with this political party always does this or always thinks this. You know, so they they tag you in a certain way, and um, you know, I. Th- I think you know that's that's tough at times, but um, you know I I encourage people you know get to know me you know get to know me you know but face you're to not
0: face. but you're an independent party independent
1: yeah we are independent so we have our you know so so how could people be tagging you well I guess in in town you know there are things that you know Hamilton First is for open and honest debate and we're for uh, you know a thriving community and other things and sometimes people see a way to get to those things differently than you um, so you. Uh, you know, uh, a thriving community may be, you know, maybe had in by doing one thing or maybe had by doing another thing and they see a different route. If they see a different route than you, then, you know, they, they might think kindly of the route that, that you've selected. So, um, you know, you kind of have to have just like thick skin and just, you know, understand that there no one is going to always see eye to eye with you. A hundred percent of the people aren't going to Yeah. You know, no, say, this never. is great. So, I well, talked uh,
0: about that with the people's mayor. I mean, we definitely talked about that. Mm-hmm. But then I have to ask, like. Is there gonna be a debate you know I, I really I hope
1: so for uh, for the town as a whole I really do because um, yeah I think a debate overall is very important to provide open and honest government and to have someone present to you a platform and for the town to make a decision based off what they perceive that you're going to do for them and what uh, what you can bring you know as a group um, you know what I've always said to everyone is that council is not singular. There are six council uh, people and there is one mayor and they all work together by chairing different sections of, of the town and different groups and organizations and they all work together. So if, if one thing is out of somebody's wheelhouse, they'll tag somebody else in to help. So um, I think it's really important to understand not just the, the the group's goals, but also the individual goals and expertise of those people so I really do hope that there is a debate. And I know we've uh, reached out you know, in, in a couple different ways. So I, uh, I sure hope so. But um, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll get to be seen. Here's the thing is that like, I, I really like you guys. Like I, you're my friend. Tom's my friend. You guys are all my friends. But I want to know, uh, before I throw my vote out there, Like, what are your views? What are their views? I don't even really know who they are, to be honest with you. Uh, I would have loved to uh, – and, and this is not me giving my political opinion. This is me just saying I, too, would really love a debate. I don't know why it fell through. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, you,
1: you, knew, um, you know, we, uh, I guess with the, uh, with the debate we just had on Sunday, it ended up being an open forum. So there was still, uh, a, there was, was open, no debate, there was no debate, you know, uh, you know, the, the others ever, and uh, you haven't been first. Um, why do
0: you guys call them the others? Is it oh, just, it's just the
1: other candidates, okay. you know, the other candidates okay. uh, gotcha. available um, that are running for council. So. Um, there wasn't between us, but what we did was we then opened it up because there was a crowd of people who came out and, and they were, they wanted I saw to have the their questions. Yeah. I mean, there was a good amount of people there and they wanted to ask their questions. And so we said, Hey, we understand that it's not going to be uh, you know, typical you know, debate style, but feel free one by one, you know, raise your hand. We'll. Call out, ask your question, and uh, they. Some questions are like, Tom, I would like you to answer this specifically, or Jonathan, can you answer this specifically? And they did, and they asked us questions, and we spent forty-five minutes. You know, forty-five minutes, almost to almost an hour, just uh, going through and and answering people's questions collectively. And uh, I think that's. I, I do. I think that's really important. You know, before you put your vote in uh you know in a column before you you know pull that lever or push that button so to speak. You wanna make sure you have an understanding of, right. of and where would, it goes. I
0: wish I had gone to that. Is there a way someone can see it? Is it on video?
1: Um I don't know it's not uh since we didn't do it at town hall it won't be broadcasted on channel okay. nine or anything like that. But we are going to be having uh two more uh debates that we've requested. Um and if not they'll be open style. So I'll I'll give you the give you the dates for those. I'd
0: love to see it. The thing though is that I'd love to see it and find out your views. I would love to see a debate happen because you may have views, and then someone else might have views that well, I never thought of those. Those sound even better, or vice versa. Uh, you that way you can pick. Well, who is the best of the best? There's no doubt in my mind. I talked to you. I talked to the, the people's mayor. Like you guys are here for Hamilton. It. There's no doubt about it.
1: We are, and that's that's one of the biggest things. Is you know somebody asked me. Um, you know, why do you want to do this? And why do you want to do this with Hamilton first? And I said, because of the things that they stand for. And it's not just, you know, the fact that they believe in open, honest government, but the fact that they put Hamilton and the issues that face Hamilton first, before everything else. And that's really powerful, because like you said before, Hamilton is a unique place. It's a unique town. Um, like you even said, you didn't grow up here, but if you left here, you'd feel nostalgic about this town, even though you hadn't lived here. You know, a, a tremendous amount Absolutely. of time. Absolutely. So it is a unique community, and uh, the challenges that it has and the successes that it has are unique as well. So uh, you need, I think, a group that is going to focus on Hamilton uniquely, and, and that was something that I really like. They don't get mired in. Uh, Well, this this person has this, you know, wildly national political view and we don't we don't focus on the national politics or the state or what the county wants to do. Um, We focus purely on what's good for Hamilton. What's the best thing for Hamilton? Our neighbors, our residents. and, And I like that a lot.
0: I like it, too, man. But I still would like to see a debate.
1: <laughs> I would still. I'll, I'll let you know that the next the next dates that we're well, uh, will, we're will,
0: will the the quote unquote others will they come? I, I've never seen them. I'd love to see them and hear what they have to say.
1: We uh, we are asking, and we are going to continue to work diligently to uh, to see if we can get them there. Most certainly, uh, an interesting thing, but uh, we're going to keep trying for yeah. sure. God,
0: poli- this is why I'm asking. <laughs> why do you want to be a part of it? It's so <laughs> crazy. Politics. What's campaigning been like for you?
1: um so i ran for town council last year in 2018 also so oh. this has kind of been like for me it's like uh it almost like never stopped you know where it was like hey i, I ran in 18 and um you know it's uh i'm involved in a lot with the town anyway um, You know, between downtown committee planning board zoning board uh sons of italy you know, so I just continue to kind of do all those things, but now people see you as, oh, you're John Oliva, not just John Oliva, Pete and Karen's kid. You're John Oliva, the guy who was with Hamilton First and ran for council last year. So uh, I guess it is stays a little more fresher and or more fresher, fresher, Fre- fresher. Fresh- it's just fresher, the, fr- the, the freshness. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> the freshness is in people's minds um, <laughs> a little bit. But, we need um,
0: a Mentos to pop right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Um, but yeah, I'll tell you, it's it's been a tremendous amount of fun. It's, uh, it's a lot of work. It really is um, because on top of focusing on the, the good that you're trying to do for the town and the challenges that you're trying to work the town out of, you're also trying to make sure that you keep yourself in a position where you can do those things for the town, you know, be in uh, an elected office too. Excuse me. Continue to put the town in the right position, and and, you know work, uh, you know work work towards uh, you know an overall vision for the town. So uh, it's challenging because now you're trying to do both. You're not trying to just work and make the town better, and and also work in your normal job, and you know also keep your family and your you know work work uh, work (laughs) life balance. It's it's a lot. So, but um, I'll tell you, it's a ton of fun. I am so lucky to be running with uh, with Tom Griffin and Brook Yeah, this is a big this is a big calendar year. Not eighteen was big. Uh, My wife and I got married in in 18 and ran for council in 18 and then this year uh having a baby uh we are actually due the baby is due the day before our one year anniversary
0: oh wow so that's Could our anniversary gift. anniversary yeah yeah oh, thank you that's beautiful i'm gonna we're gonna redo this interview in a year and you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna be bald you're gonna be like dressed like oh, my be God. a t-shirt yeah. ripped jeans
1: can we do this interview at 5 because i go to bed at seven o'clock now <laughs>
0: Are you nervous? Are you nervous about uh, the election, getting the votes you need? Um, do you get nervous?
1: Nervous? No, I. Um, I honestly, I, I kind of thrive on that kind of energy. Um, what do yeah, you mean? Like, um, you know, when, when like the closer and closer you get to election day, uh, the less and less time you have, the more and more you have to do. Um, you know, I kind of, th- I kind of thrive on that almost like quote unquote nervous energy that people get. Like it kind of just excites me. I get, I, I get, I get like mentally really focused, and I kind of dial in like that. That time for me actually is almost like when I do my best work. You know, like mm. if you were. A lot of people, like when they're in college, if they have like a week to do a paper, you know, they're like, oh, I'm just going to put it off, put it off. And all of a sudden, like the paper's due at 8 a.m. And it's like midnight the night before. And you're like, I'm going to crush this paper or, you know, or I've got this big deadline at work and it's due tomorrow. All right, I'm going to crush it right now. So, like, I guess I kind of focus the best when when time is, uh, is of the essence.
0: What about during that? I, I was very impressed with uh, how you – how your whole team spoke at the um... – the party I went to—I can't remember if it was just like an announcement. Oh, or, the headquarters opening uh, that we yeah, had. headquarters opening. Uh, and you went to speak. It was the first time I heard you speak ever. I was just nervous for you. I'm like, oh gosh, he's got hes younger than me. He's got to go up here and talk like a politician. And then at the end, I was like, oh, oh, he's a politician. <laughs> okay, he's the real deal. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I um, yeah, honestly, I speak from the heart. You know, it's it's easy. You know, my my dad always taught me it's easy. To get up there and talk to people, if you're going to tell the truth, you know, if you're going to get up there and you're going to have to make up something, and then you're going to have to remember a lie you made up, that's 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 hard and that's too much work. Get up there, tell the truth, you know, do the right thing, be the right person, and it's easy and it comes easy.
0: So I love that you said that. I try I try my very best to live my life with as much truth as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it easier when I have to talk to parents and students and everyone, wife, everyone. If you can just be honest as much as possible. You know, and it also helps knowing that like deep down, you know, that you're trying to do the right thing. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes you uh, it, it makes you feel good. You know, I mean, for the for the people who uh, gets to get a sense of pride, uh, you know, for community or, or just for doing the right thing. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Being open and honest, you know, gives you that you know real strong sense of pride. And that was instilled in me from, from my parents from a young age. I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate. I have two wonderful parents. Shout out mom and dad. Pete and Karen Oliva. Love you. Um, but, uh,
0: <laughs> you guys did, you guys
1: proud or what? Come on <laughs> people. Uh, no, they're, they're fantastic. And, uh, they did an incredible job reason. Uh, my brother, uh, showing my, my little sister Kayla as well.
0: Cool. I need to ask you, uh, what you bring to the table. We got to talk sons of Italy. We got a lot more to do. Uh, commercial break, brother. Commercial break. We will be right back. Okay. People, listeners, Hamiltonians, I have to tell you guys something. So the other day I received a tip about this place that has sandwiches, but not just any sandwiches. I'm talking, the word that comes to my mind is fresh sandwiches. As soon as I took a bite into one of these chicken cutlet sandwiches, I knew I had to tell you guys about it. So I spoke to the owner and she is here to tell you about it right now. Alicia, right? Yes. Alicia, can you tell them the name, where to find it? And you are obviously uh, passionate about food, right? I am. Okay. So, what's the name of the place, and what can people get when they come?
1: It's Campion's Kitchen. We're in Blueberry Crossing, right on the White Horse Pike, same complex as the Health Tree and Goodwill. Everything is fresh. Everything is homemade. Uh, we do paninis, soups, salads, wraps. I also have a hot bar. I opened. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I opened um, the store because I've been catering for about five years. Food is is my passion. I love it. And I wanted to get my food out there for people to try. So I have, um, you know, healthy, comfort, sometimes not so healthy food on my hot bar. Um, It's $10 for a meal. You get an entree, two sides. Uh, We normally have two or three options every day.
0: Mm. So Campion's Kitchen right by the health tree, right? Yes. Yeah. People like, I don't know. I didn't know about it.
1: I know. And now
0: I know. Mm -hmm. And now I'm happy. Guys, come to Campion's kitchen, let the word out. I think people don't know about it, honestly, because if they did, they would be talking about it because it's so good. Guys, come to this kitchen. It's delicious. Nervous for the chat pack. I you know what there are there are questions that some people,
1: you know, uh, you know, answered and I'm like, Oh, how would I have answered?
0: Which like yeah. which one are you thinking of?
1: So the one was actually one that could that somebody said, Oh, can I can I pass? And I was like, Oh man, I know. I know exactly.
0: Who? What Wh- which one passed? It I can't was, even remember.
1: So, and of no fault, you know, it, when you think of these, you think of them and you're just, you are just kind of go, I've got a little bit of time to sit here and think already. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not like put on the spot. Yeah. So one was, if you could change any major rule or modify any major rule in sports. I know, believe this was be? for was, Ricky
0: or was it uh, for Nick?
1: I think it was. I think it was Tom's. I think it was in Tom's. It was from Tom's. Tom Gribbons Okay. Um, and I was like, oh my God, right away, I was like, the catch rule. The catch rule in the NFL needs to be changed so bad because the, you know, a couple of years ago, they changed the catch rule on, on the ruling of what is an actual catch. So So what is the... That's the problem, is there's this giant gray area where nobody knows, where if you catch the ball and then you're <laughs> falling to the ground and you hit the ground and the ball rolls out, it's not a catch, even if two feet land in bounds and you fall out of bounds. Then if you're running and catch the ball at the one-yard line, make possession and touch the goal line and then drop the ball, it's a touchdown. But if you're in the end zone, catch the ball, fall out of bounds, roll over and drop the ball, it's not a catch. So, like, there are there's this giant gray area where every time it goes to review, it's like just whatever officials <laughs> on the field. It's subjective. Yeah, it's very subjective. So, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, that would be one that I have to – you know, have to change.
0: It's so, so crazy. Two thousand nineteen. They still don't have it figured out.
1: I know. It's it's tough.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, no. Chat packs coming later, bro. So you can uh, worry about that. I'm ready. All right. Oh, you're ready. I'm ready. Well, right, for later. For later. For sure. Because we got other things to touch on, such as one more thing about politics. Yeah, man. Tell me and tell the listeners about what you guys are doing with this playground. Because I am so stoked about it.
1: So uh, we filed for a uh, four hundred thousand dollars small cities grant. For the playground at the Hamilton Lake Park, um, which would improve the accessibility to the park. It would replace the existing playground structure. Um, it would make it you know, ADA compliant and handicap accessible. We'd replace the gates. I know we've had a lot of complaints <laughs> about the gates and the fencing you around the park. You call those things <laughs> gates, sir? So, um, <laughs> yeah, we we know that we, we want to make modifications to, to the park. And, and we've taken as far as go to look at other parks you know, in, in neighboring towns that had just done uh, you know, new parks and, and kind of pick the best pieces We're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, this down to this, this down to this, or we want to do these things. Um, so uh, Hamilton First has been very successful um, in acquiring grants over the course of its last, you know, 14 years. And that's a big thing is the fact that we, we don't just use the taxpayer money to do these things. We look for grants, we look for money that's outside of what comes in in our taxes, so we can do more with less. Um, and a lot of times these grants are just kind of hanging out there, and they're looking for somebody to apply and put a really meaningful application together. And uh, we take a lot of time, and we kind of put our heads to a couple of things, and we present ourselves, you know, present them with what we think is the best possible plan to move forward. And we've been very fortunate, um, you know, at times. So I'm really excited. Uh, for the possibilities of the playground model my wife is my wife is a preschool teacher I didn't get a chance Wait to a minute. yeah I didn't get a chance to say that in the first part my wife is a preschool teacher um, at the Hampton Elementary School or at the Hampton ECEC so she is yeah what's so, her name Amanda Oliva she was Amanda Sora so um Amanda Sora is now Amanda Oliva. so a lot of people know her as Miss S or Miss Sora okay uh, now she's Miss Oliva so um, she actually had Tom Gribben's daughter mm. at one point, um, and she's had a lot of other teachers, children and, you know, um, you know, other m- m- members of the community's uh, kids as well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it- it's really cool. And she, you know, she tells me you know stories about the kids and everything's all, you know, a lot of things that are hysterical and a lot of things are constructive. And I, I don't know how she does. I wish. I wish I was, you know, as good at my job as she is at hers. But like, she is just she's great, spectacular. Huh? She's she's fantastic with kids. She loves kids. She's ran a, a children's theater program for oh man, fifteen years since All she right. was a kid. Look,
0: me and her are already friends. That that we're friends now. You so guys have um, this bond already. Well, yes, we have to uh, work <laughs> together one day. We got to figure out something. We got to do something for the kids. Yeah. Um, going back to the playground. I just wanna say this, when I would go to Israel and visit my sister um, and see her kids.
1: You family in Israel? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah,
0: my sister, her family, I go there all the time. Wow. They're coming to visit me to meet Sora in about two weeks that's right
1: congratulations you have a congratulations
0: too man sir yes fourth right four (sighs) finally got the girl four i finally got the girl man it happened you bet you bet your butt man we figured out what our gender was (laughs) as soon as we could would you have gone for a fifth no sir no no (laughs) No (laughs) sir the listeners want to know yeah listeners no (laughs) but we got our girl thank god little baby sora she's beautiful
1: so when they come up from Israel.
0: But no, when I go to Israel to visit them, I was always jealous about their playgrounds because they the government there spent so much money on the kids. Mm-hmm. It's it's a kid it's a kid place in Israel. They they understand the value of having the kids go to these playgrounds and socialize and exercise and it's so important. And for you guys to be pumping money or not your own money <clears throat> I'm sorry, but getting grants, four hundred thousand dollars to improve this for our kids I think it's amazing.
1: Yeah, and and we want to make sure that the things that we do are uh, across all levels. So, I mean, you know, having a, a thriving uptown and a thriving downtown is great for business, and it's it's great for the people who, who can enjoy it. But, um, you know, Hamilton first really championed the way on the Canoe Club, which is the only, um, you know, the only uh, senior center in, in town. And that's, that's by the Lake Park, and we secured a grant for – Uh, for that as well Um, you know looking to invest um, you know the grant money also for the playground Um, so we want to make sure that the town is you know a one-stop shop almost in in a way where children can have fun you know teenagers adults um you know all the way up to senior ages can can enjoy here can live here if they want to live here their whole lives can a lot of people do you know this is the this is one of the towns where people want to be here they want to stay here they want they want to you know thrive in the community and and, uh, we want to make sure people are comfortable and have everything they need and want in the town oh
0: yeah all you listeners i'm not leaving you're stuck with me (laughs) i'm not leaving i love this place so much
1: we're happy to have you
0: so, moving on from politics, I want to talk to you about Sons of Italy because I didn't realize this, but you are like you are deep into the Sons of Italy, aren't I,
1: you? I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 very involved. I mean, there's a, a lot of a lot of members who are, are very very involved uh, in the Sons. We um, you know, about 120 members, uh, a little more um, right now, um, and uh, I try to be as involved as I most certainly can. It's a, it's an incredible group of guys, they do a lot of great stuff.
0: Incredible.
1: Yeah. We just had our uh, our beef and beer. Um, we just Ooh. had our annual uh, beef and beer. Um, this was the fifth year uh, that I that I chaired the event um, for for the club, and um, you yeah, know I'm honored that they, they gave give me the the opportunity to do it. It's really cool, and uh, yeah, I get to work uh, I get to work with Nikki, and it, it's. It, what are you when talking I, about Nick LaGuardia? Nick LaGuardia, yeah. Nick LaGuardia, uh, which Pillar. he was on here. His podcast Pillar. was awesome.
0: He was awesome. It was. The man. We played that game over there. <laughs> yeah, we rocked it. Shout out to you, Nick. You the man.
1: It was pretty cool. When I when I joined, um, I joined alongside of two of my best friends who uh I made in town when I was playing T ball, you know, uh, on Mazio Studios when I was like six or seven years old, Mike Malazzo and Joe Picari. And uh, we've all three of us joined within like six months of each other because there's like a, a probation probationary period. Uh, you kind of you know, have to show that you're going to come along and you're going like, to be a good member and you're staying good standing. And uh, so we all kind of got in within about six months of each other. And uh, Joe's dad is is in the, the sons as well. Uh, Joe pick senior. Um, and uh, it's really cool to be in that organization with my friends. Uh, you know some some guys that I, I grew up with who were really big parts of my life, and um, you know my great uncle at uh, you know is, is still in is still in the song. So Suns, much so history there. There's a lot of there's a lot of history. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a it's a great group. Uh, they do a lot of good for the town. Um, and do you go
0: to the bar and hang out? I do. I do. Love that place.
1: Uh, it's um yeah you know, it, it's 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 an incredible bar, and I think that's incredible. like the the sixteenth and the beef the beef and beer. We have like three open nights uh, to town. And when we do, it's packed. It's packed because people love coming to the bar and just you know coming to the Suns. Nick uh, Nick Lugari always says, "See at the Suns," and, and people people love love to be there when they can. So,
0: yeah. What's your favorite part about being in the Suns of Italy?
1: I think the camaraderie is uh, is probably the biggest thing. You know, you you go to the bar on, on a Friday. You had a long day at work, uh, a long week at work come by, you know, say, hey, I'm just going to come in, just grab one or grab two, and and then I'm going to head home, and you can go, and there's going to be somebody there probably watching a baseball game or a basketball game or whatever. Have a beer, and it doesn't matter who it is. You, you have this this sense of camaraderie, this sense of family, and you just sit down and you just start talking, sports, kids, family,
0: uh, work, whatever it is. You have a couple beers, and you're like, all right, I gotta? I gotta get home?" You know. So it's. I, I want to interview more sons. So if there's anyone else other than Nick, let me know, man. If there's someone I should definitely have in here one of these days, like someone who's held it down in the sun.
1: Yeah, there's. Uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of really impressive members uh, at the Sons of Italy. So I will. Uh, I'll definitely pass
0: that along for sure. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, you're politician. You're about to be a dad. You're an engineer. Your son. Is there more, man? Like, do you actually like get out and like play tennis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't play tennis. Um, you know, hobbies and
1: stuff. So, um, I enjoy music. I really enjoy music. Do you?
0: What kind of music?
1: Uh, well, I play the piano. So um, growing up, I can't read music, I can't read music to, uh, to save my life, but I, I, I play by ear. So like if I like driving home if I heard a song on the radio and I really liked it, I'd listen to it two or three times and I'd sit down and probably within five or ten minutes, I could probably play the song. Oh, again. you're like Rocket Man, the not not quite not quite that level, but um, I've been playing for a long time. My uncle, uh, my mom's little brother, who was kind of like my big brother growing up, we're only seven years apart. Um, he taught me how to play by ear. So at like six or seven years old, I started just kind of playing. And then as I got older, he kind of taught me how to play a little bit more. So I like to play. We got a piano in the house. So um, I like to play the piano. And um, What kind of music? Man, I'll play everything. Like, uh, like I, I started uh, playing like Billy Joel and like Elton John. Um, but then I started playing like uh, Eric Clapton and ACDC. Like I started taking like guitar songs and making them piano songs. Like, I love that. One of my favorite songs to play is Layla. By Eric Clapton. It has I that know. piano guitar solo at the end. That's probably my favorite song um, to, to play. Nice. That's, yeah. good it's, that's it's a good song. It's it's a great song. Yeah. So um, that that's definitely one what, of my favorite. What, do you ever, you're ever
0: in a band or is it just you and the piano? No, always? so
1: uh, when I was in college, one of my buddies started a band and he asked me if I would, you know, uh, do a little singing and uh, play the piano. Can you sing? For, um, I, I can, I, I dabble, I dabble, you dabble I guess, in the of, vocals, uh, you know, I'm, I guess I'm a shower oh. singer at this point. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I'm,
0: I'm there with you. Actually. I did. I did. Um, uh, when
1: I was in high school and that's actually how I met my wife when I, when I did high school, when I was in high school, I did musical theater. Like I did, uh, like like spring musicals and stuff like that. Yeah. My,
0: my dad, <laughs> I could totally see that.
1: My dad asked me, uh, you know, you should do it. I did one, and, uh, you know, I think I got a lot out of it. And at the time, uh, the musical director here in town, Charlie Paul, who uh, was incredible, um, he was directing the same show my dad had done a long time ago. He was a senior, and he said you should do it. So I did it, um, and I didn't know if I was really going to like it, but I had a blast. And honestly, I'm really glad I did because... I did that. I did a couple of shows, uh, you know, through the rest of my high school. I did a couple after college and in college, and uh, that's how, it won at how I met my wife. And two, I, I always think that, you know, it kind of. Uh, Brought me out of my shell. I was not this t- this communicative when I was in high school.
0: Really? No, because you, you're you I and was Tom Griffin, outspoken. man. You guys are a little chatty, Cathy pack.
1: I know, man. I'm sorry. You're gonna you're gonna be on this for like forever. <laughs> it's I mean, all good, man. <laughs> uh, but um, it. I guess it was like I got to the point where if you could, you know, sing and make a fool of yourself trying to dance because I'm not a good dancer, you know, in front of a room of people at the you know the Hamilton you know, Performing Arts Center. Uh, You know, in front of a couple hundred people, you still have to bust a move, though, huh? Yeah, I, I, I I mean, you can ask my wife about that. I mean, I can. I don't want to ask.
0: No, I don't want to ask your wife. I want to find YouTube. I want to find YouTube. Uh, It's not out there. Is it out there?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if there's any (laughs) of the shows I'm on. Actually, I'll ha- you'll have to have uh, you and the misses over. You can take a look at our wedding video, and you could see okay. you could see with the wedding dancing. I'm actually I'm not a bad wedding dancer, but when it comes to like <laughs> choreographed dances, <laughs> that, they're not my that's style. That's
0: not a genre of dance, bro. It's,
1: I'll tell you, it's uh, it's it's a it's eclectic dance. You know, it's <laughs> everybody can wedding dance.
0: Okay, so that's uh, so don't brag about that, <laughs> dude. My you would have had fun at my wedding. We were jumping all over the place. I had a good mix of people, like old pro wrestling fan, uh, friends, teacher friends, like friends growing up. That's awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Where'd you guys get married? Was it up in North? Uh, up in New York? Up in New York. Um, and I also, this is on YouTube. Uh, my wife and I. You ever did when when you were getting married? Did they say to you, "Do you want to be naughty or nice at the cake?"
1: No, no. Well, we had decided beforehand. Like my wife, pretty much told me, like if you get cake in my eyelashes that were not real eyelashes and I have to take them off during it, she was not gonna be very happy. And my wife is like literally the nicest woman. So you had woman. to be nice. Yeah, she's the nicest person on the planet, but she told me that straight up. She's like, please do not do this. So, <laughs> so, so I you did do? No, I didn't, I just took a, like a little dollop and I just put like a little like boop like right on her nose. All right. And that was it, and it stayed there. We took a picture and I was like, and it's gone.
0: Jonathan, I think I know how you and I differ in our lives. Oh, Here man, we go. what did you do? So um, I didn't know too much about naughty or nice. Um, the guy comes over to me, says on the microphone, all right, Sam, what are you going to do? Are you going to be naughty? Are you going to be nice? And you got to understand, I'm a former pro wrestler. So I look behind me. My friend's in a monkey mask. I don't know why, but he's dancing, <laughs> doing a monkey dance. So I look at him, and I look at Lisa, and I just say, Lisa, let's go for it. I go to smash her face into it. She blocks it, her hands on the table. Then she takes my head and I smash my face against a $2,000 cake. Oh my And the goodness. people go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind, I was just like, this is a great thing what I just did. But like, I didn't realize the cake was so expensive. And so like half the party was like, that was the greatest thing ever. That was the best thing you could have ever done with that cake. But the other half was just like, how dare you (laughs) shame on you that was such an expensive cake and i don't get to eat any of it (laughs) that's what they were saying we didn't get to (laughs) eat the cake
1: i was waiting for you to be like and then i rock bottomed her straight (laughs) into the cake
0: (laughs) oh man you would have taken to the next level yeah Uh
1: That floor has no give in it. So, the uh, dance floor. So, that would have <laughs> yeah, hurt. Yeah, pro
0: wrestling. Re, the ring has some give. A little bit of give, right? Yeah, a little give, but not the dance floor. No, no. no. Yeah. So, you, I'll, I'll show you that YouTube video. Yeah,
1: I can't wait to see that. Yeah.
0: So, uh, that's a good hobby, though, piano. Because, like, uh, when you have a kid, if you have a piano at home, you can keep that one up.
1: Yeah. And, um, honestly, like it helps, me, uh, you know, it helps me relax. You know, I have... Long day at work, long day out and about, you know, long day doing stuff with the town or, you know, with the family. And I I like to just sit down and, um, you know, between going to the gym to help, you know, like make me or help me stay in, like, physical shape, um, I'll go. And that kind of helps me, like, mentally, like, just What do you do when
0: you go to the gym, by the way?
1: Um, So, I guess it depends. You know, I usually am in the gym, like, four or five days a week. um, And then, uh, you know, just kind of like the normal... Cycle uh, lately, it's been a little lighter because it's a busy time of the year between uh, town stuff and <laughs> running for council, and uh, still and being able like to that. get in there and get yeah. a heart rate up. And, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta you keep yourself, to. gotta keep yourself healthy.
0: You know, that's and you're you're 31. You said 31, 31. Yep. Let me tell you something, man. I, at 31, I was one thing. 36, I'm another thing. Like when I don't work out for a full month, it's like I, I feel
1: older. Oh, When I don't work out for like if. if If I'm on my third day, like I had two days off and I go into my third day, I go, man, I feel like, I just feel off. Like I don't feel like mentally sharp and I I wake up and I feel a little sluggish. Like I have to, I have to get to the gym. My brother, uh, he's, you know, he's a beast. He's in the gym five days a week. He runs constantly. He's, you know, he's incredible shape and he always, you know, kind of pushes me, pushes me. I like a
0: politician uh, who hits it in the gym. Yeah, you gotta. The out.
1: Yeah, you gotta. You gotta keep yourself physically sharp and mentally sharp. You know.
0: Hey, can I ask you something kind of scary? Uh-oh. So, what if it doesn't happen, man? What if you don't get elected? What What next? What after that?
1: Hey, you know, um, I told I told everybody that um, you know I, I hope that come uh, November November fifth um, that I've I've shown everyone my true dedication to the cat true dedication to the town, my true colors and what my intentions are, um, that I want to continue to work hard and do good for this town. Um, And I know that in a town council capacity that it only expands what I'm capable of doing and bringing to the town. So um, if if that doesn't happen, um, you know, if that doesn't happen, obviously I'm not going to stop doing the things I do for the town. I'm going to keep doing exactly what I do. Uh, I'm gonna keep working with Hamilton first, you know, they're a, a fantastic organization with a lot of my uh, a lot of people that I now consider my very close friends. Uh, and, and I'm gonna keep working hard for this town because I love it here. Um, I've lived here my whole life. I'm gonna live here the rest of my life. My wife teaches in this town, we're gonna raise our kids in this town. Uh, my brother, my whole family lives here. So uh, we I'm gonna keep working to keep this place
0: a great place to be. Do you have goals for what you want with this town?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I do. And, uh, you know, we, we rolled out the um, Hamilton Vision, you know, 2020, uh, just a couple of days ago. A Twenty Like for
0: next year? For next year. So okay. things
1: that we see uh, that we want to do starting next year and rolling into the horizon. Um, and something that's big for me uh, has been uh, the road program. So I'm as an engineer who does uh, infrastructure improvements and does gas pipeline work and road reconstruction, I do that every day on a daily basis. So,
0: um,
1: so I, so that's uh, largely what I do is I I manage a group of projects that puts in gas pipelines and reconstructs roadways. Um, So, you know, I had talked with uh, the mayor and a couple other individuals on council um, and I had said, you know, I think I, I can, you know, just offer some efficiencies and some things and, you know, building a more expanded road program and part of our 2020 vision is, is Putting together a ten-year road program, and we've already outlined roads in a three-year road
0: program. Was it ten year? I, ten I mean, years. Can you explain in a minute, like what a ten-year program means?
1: Yeah. So uh, essentially, you know, this year you look at it and you go, "Hey, uh, you, you post something out and you say these twelve roads are going to get done between these blocks in 2019." Well, what we're saying is. I want to know what 10 roads or 12 roads or however many roads it is that that meets your your dollar value number that you have set aside that year for roadway re, uh, reconstruction. I want to know what those roads are in 2020, 21, 22, 23, 24. I want to know all the way out for 10 years. Um so so you would know, you know, let's just let's just uh, say you know, for 5 years you would know Exactly what roads you would want to do and what why is the big thing, you know uh, Number of potholes how long it's been since the road was repaved number of complaints um, You know number of subsurface utilities that need to be replaced or or issues with the roadway uh, You know boxing as a whole um, and then the next five years would be kind of like looser where We'd say oh, I'm gonna do ten roads like in this quarter of the town or this quarter of the town um, and as those those years creep in you would say, okay, is this still true? Does this still hold true? Or do I have to take a year one, or a roadway that was from uh, the, the following year and bring it up because now uh, we have more problems or more issues um, and slide one back? So you would actually have a real-time list of the roads that you knew were going to get done over a longer period of time. So um, by doing that, You then have an elongated program that bidders who are going to be bidding for this work know that there's more work coming that this isn't just going to dry up. So they're more inclined to present you with a really economical price because they think, hey, in a following year, there's going to be another program. um, And I want to make sure that I have a shot at that other program. So I'm going to provide them with a really good price here. So with that good price, you might be able to do more, um, you know, do more and spend less. So that's something that I've been, you know, really, really interested in, and um, have done for a long part of my career. But the other thing is a, a pothole patrol. So on top of just roadways being reconstructed, that's that's well and good. But you can't just say, oh, these only these ten roads are the roads that we're going to maintain and take care of through the cold season of the year, the rainy season. You know, as the freeze thaw happens, you, there's potholes that that hot, that, that uh, you know. Uh, come about so you need to maintain and take care of those so uh we actually said what we would do is we would invest a hundred thousand dollars every year and we would use that as a continuous pothole patrol um whether that's uh,
0: how much it costs huh um
1: well i mean that 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 gets you a fair amount for for potholes but um you know the the road the road program you know typically you can assume for full reconstruction like full reconstruction it's almost like a million dollars a mile But if you're just doing paving, yeah, if you're just doing paving, it's usually about 300,000 a mile. And again, that's just like swag number. That's not, that doesn't say, you know, this specific street with these constraints. So,
0: all right. That was great, man. Uh, On the flip side, before we get to the chat pack, how is the celebration going to be if you win, bro? Uh,
1: I'm going to be pretty excited. I'm going to be pretty. Pretty excited, uh, you know. Cross the finish line, and we're all working together as a team to cross the finish line together. You know, me, Tom, and Brooke. uh, We believe that really we have a strong platform, um, and that we're we're running together as a team. And and we know that uh, you know we can do fantastic things for the town as a team. But uh, you know, personally, if I I was able to cross you know cross that bridge, I'd be really excited, and my my family would be really excited, (laughs) Um, and I'd just be. Uh, Excited to be able to represent, you know, my family, my town, uh, you know, people that are also, you know, my my age group. You know, this is an interesting age group, early 30s, right? You know, people are staying in town they're having their first kids or second are they kids are the in people town. they are yeah so like a lot of the kids that i are kids but like uh you know guys and girls who i went to school with that are in their right. you know, early 30s or you know late 20s even or late 30s. 30s yeah or you know they're they're settling down in town they're buying houses in town you know they're having their kids in town they're they're putting their kids through the school system you know we have them. become that group right yeah we you see them and, and you're one of them. them you know so you know, I, I I would be honored to be a person who represents you know those individuals in what we feel is important to to keep Hamilton great, um, but also continue to push it to uh, not stay stagnant and always take the next steps. So then, this way, we stay relevant and we stay the uh, the happening place that people want to come to.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the all, all the Hamilton first people who are in this room said that always moving forward mm-hmm. gotta move forward can't stop yep can't stop the chat pack oh, let's go i know you've mentally prepared i've chosen these for you but you can only choose one only one until the second did anybody <laughs> did anybody actually pick the ends never it's always the middle okay did i pick a heavy one
1: let's see if you could swallow a pill that would stop anything of your choice from ever happening to you again. Anything except keep you from getting sick. (laughs) What would the pill permanently
0: end? That was Um, my favorite. That was, I say like, that was the one I picked out of all these. And I was like, I so hope he picks that one.
1: Um, man. So obviously getting sick would
0: have been, you know, like the the perfect, the the perfect thing. Yeah. I saw the sadness on your face as soon as you said that. Um, yeah, but is there something else that really stinks that you don't want anymore? One one thing that I that
1: I I really uh, I really don't like to do. Oh man,
0: um, it doesn't have to be something you don't like to do. It could be something that happens to you. Uh,
1: something that happens to you. Man, I don't know. Maybe is I'm your just life a really. That maybe I'm good? just a really lucky guy you are that blessed that brother. I don't have like a whole lot of things that happen to me that I go, okay, that was yeah, that was oh, really dude, terrible.
0: I got one that I, you're gonna have in five years from now. You might want to wish it ahead of time. Yes. Uh, okay.
1: You want to interview me this so, next next? Okay, this next is year what you, when I have a one year old? Yes. <laughs> wish
0: that they do not need water or anything else when it's bedtime. They just go straight to bed.
1: Oh my God! Uh, uh, you know? Okay, I do, I do, I do have one. <laughs> Oh, Um, Oh. I do. I do have one. I wish.
0: um, I'm so stoked. All
1: right. I I wish that I would never have to wait in a line ever again if I had to pick one. If I had to pick one thing that this would stop from happening, I would never have to wait in like a line at ShopRite or wait in a line at Walmart. And specifically what made me think of it was wait in the line at the DMV. Ever again because I just had to renew my registration and I ended up waiting in line for two hours at the DMV so I took I actually took a half hour off of work to go and renew my registration so um, and I ended up waiting for two hours thinking I was like okay I'm just gonna go I'm gonna get this done in a half hour I have a little bit of time to do a couple things and I waited forever so I think that would be really nice I could go to Disney World take my kids to Disney World and as long as they're with me we would never wait in line ever again Think about how much you could do in Disney World, if you didn't wait in line, I was really? gonna
0: say as a, the only time I want to, if I was gonna spend two hours in a line like you did at DMV, I'd want there to be a roller coaster at the end of that Space two mountain. hours. Space Mountain, yeah, Space Mountain,
1: yeah. So I think I think one thing that's just one thing that I don't necessarily oh, enjoy doing. I, but know, is, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of things no. uh, as a baby
0: comes. Oh, hold on, dude. I think you hit it at the end. You're so right. Okay, so yeah, the DMV shop, right? Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, restricted to. But man going to Disney World, Universal, just straight to the front, straight to the front. Yep,
1: never, never waiting in line for, you know, you go to Universal and it's packed and it's like the perfect holiday time. Everybody's off, you know, for school um, or that week that everybody gets off, um, you know, like this year. uh, It's actually the week of the election that um, the whole Hampton school system is off between, uh, you know, November 4th and November 8th for Teachers Convention. Um, You know, that whole week, everybody goes to... Florida or goes to Bush Gardens or goes away yeah. you know you go away that week never wait in line ever again yeah it's a game changer good answer that's a good game changer. you almost didn't have an answer I almost didn't and then I was thinking about last week when I renew my registration and I remember texting my wife and I was like this uh, this is not my
0: favorite thing to do
1: <laughs> I think that's ex- actually exactly how I said it was this is not
0: my favorite thing
1: to do in, in maybe not as many words but yeah it,
0: it's a real bummer waiting <laughs> in line so good answer uh, all right, ba, 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 boom one more all right one more all right I will pick from the end this time okay. okay I hope it serves you well if 10 people who know
1: first off these are all really long like really long because questions.
0: I, ch- I usually pick short ones uh, but for you sir I thought that you were the kind of guy who do- could who, who can do it who, who could can do I, it
1: I like I like the uh, the challenge okay so the question is if 10 people who know you, we're asked to write down on a piece of paper the one adjective that each of them thinks best describes you. What do you think would be the most common word written down?
0: You read that beautifully. Did you get that, though? That was a long question.
1: That was, yes. Yeah. So uh, so long and short of it is what adjective would someone write or a group of people who know me write? Yeah,
0: not you. Like um, Don't think about what you would write about yeah. you. The people that know you, we're talking the Toms, the Brooks, the Steves. Hey, let's talk about even uh, the family, moms, friends, the dads. Yeah. The... What would they write? What um, they write? I think probably
1: most people would write caring, or at least that's what I would hope people would write. Um, I'm I'm very big on, on family. Um, my family's incredible, and I have absolutely spectacular family and support system, and my parents have really... Championed my upbringing and my brother and sister's upbringing and um, you know, they've they've welcomed my wife into the family and I've and and, you know uh, And her family has welcomed me in Um, So I try to be as caring and as nurturing to to that relationship as much as I can and I take that into my friendships I put a hundred percent of myself into everything that I do Um, And if I don't think that I can put a hundred percent of myself into something I will let somebody know hey if you want me to just you know help you on the periphery, I can, but I can't put my whole self into this. So um, I try to take a lot of care in in the things that I do. And I'm, I'm always thinking about the people that I love um, and mean the most to me, you know, first, uh, you know, whether it's my brother and sister, my wife, or in some cases, the 15,000 people that, that, that live here in this town. So I would hope that, that caring would
0: be one of the most common ones written. That's great. <clears throat> and uh, with your kid on the way. Um, all that caring is going to be <laughs> one million fold. I mean, you'll see. I'm yeah. not, yeah. I, I'm sure people are telling you all the time to experience what it's not until that child is born that you are like, okay, like I get it. I got a question.
1: I got a question for you. So I've asked a couple of people, you know, um, being a first time dad or I'll be a first time dad in a couple weeks. You get all these people who are like, Oh, make sure you do this. 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 How did you work through, you know, all the people saying do this, do this, do this, do do this. Make sure you don't miss this. Make sure you always do that. Like, how how did you make sure you kind of you know found your own way and you did the things that you wanted to. You know, you you take you know half of people's opinions or just kind of take them and say okay these are good thoughts and I like, keep them in the back of your mind and then do just what felt natural. Like, what yeah, did, <clears throat> what did you do? I mean, you're as a dad of four.
0: Yeah, you know you've done for, this, uh, you've done this, you know, a few times. So my oldest is six, so I listen to my wife. <laughs> Man, it, that's a great answer. It's so the truth. Thank you. It's the truth. Drop like, the mic. We're done. Yeah. See, so yeah, <laughs> mic drop. But it, it's hard for me to remember how I did it back then because I'm I'm four kids in now. Right. So you're gonna everything's gonna be so new, um, but you're gonna know what's best. You're just gonna know because your mom and dad and that's, you love her. That's or awesome him. I don't. It, I don't know what to call. <laughs> I always.
1: So a lot of people have uh, said, "Oh my god, is it a boy?" Because I I call it a he. Like just, I told my wife from the very beginning when we decided that we weren't going to find out. I said I can't like just say it or the baby all the time. I said it just feels sterile. So I'm going to call him he. And if it's a he, great. If it's not, well, hey, I, I called it you know he. And when it yeah and we'll call her she so um but i just i had to commit to something because then if i was constantly switching back and forth you know people
0: would go oh
1: do you know do you know do you know i said so i'm just going to
0: commit to the he you are caring and i would say that about you now that i've had this conversation with you um and you are going to love this kid more than anything you've ever loved in your entire life more than you love yourself it doesn't matter what the people said you are definitely doing what's right no matter what because you're doing it from your heart and you're doing it with love and you're doing it because you are caring so it does not matter i think that whatever choice you make is going to be right for your kids so do not worry about what other people say
1: that's cool that's that's a perfect that's a perfect answer i love it it's true so you're good to go <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready there you go you are ready to be <laughs> you are ready to be a dad boom third yeah boom uh,
0: um, I'm excited for you. Do you have any shout outs?
1: Um, shout out for me, uh, my incredible family, my mom, dad, uh, my brother and sister, my unbelievable wife. Uh, obviously, everybody at Hampton first. Um, you know, and everybody in the town of Hampton who uh, you know who lets me um, you know work hard every day to, to, to keep the town uh, you know great place to be and you know put me in a position to you know keep doing uh, you know, keep uh, keep the town great keep keep doing good stuff so uh, i just want to thank everybody and i want to thank you for this opportunity having me out here man this is this is a great time so
0: thank thank, thank you thank you man this was awesome people get out and vote Get out and vote. Tuesday, please. November 5th. Polls open at 6. Why is it on a Tuesday?
1: It's is it- always it's always the first Tuesday of November. Okay. So like, first Tuesday
0: of November. Yep.
1: And it's even in, uh, if you have an iPhone, it's even in your phone as election day. Like, you know, it comes up and it says, oh, this is Christmas Day. This is whatever. It, uh, it comes up and says, this is election day. So, right on. Uh, get out, get out, rock the vote. Um, and do it Because uh, it's really important You know A lot of yeah. people fought For our freedom To be able to vote So yeah. we should exercise that right Rock
0: the vote People s- still saying Rock the vote
1: I, I still do Maybe, I'm, maybe <laughs> I'm out of touch At this point But every once in a while I still hear people say let's Rock bring the it vote back. So Let's bring it back Let's bring it back Rock the vote yeah. <laughs> people
0: You're the man Thank you for coming to this Thanks so much for having me Appreciate it